Hello everyone, you're listening to America Meditating Radio. We collect wisdom, inspire each other, and empower hearts on demand 24-7. I'm Sister Jenna, host of the syndicated America Meditating Radio. Join us as we talk one-on-one with leading experts who answer life's most compelling questions. Because in a world of uncertainty, we need answers right here, right now. America Meditating Radio, a show for everyone to learn more about this amazing thing called life. Om Shanti. Happy New Year. I cannot believe we have actually survived 2020. I don't know. It was a gift in disguise and in so many ways. 2020 has taught us so much about ourselves, or at least we're hoping that it did. I mean, I know I have learned a lot. I am doing such a life review like you would not believe. And it's even unconscious. 
It's just things are coming up in me of things that I've missed, of things that I've needed to see, of just a lot of opening. So us opening up today, celebrating the ending of 2020 into 2021, and with my special guest that I have on today all the way from India, I can't tell you how my heart is singing. You all know how much I love to bridge divides, the East and the West. To know that India has started ringing in the new year with their vibrations and with their energy and that it's matching us here in the U.S. and in the West going, yes, what's going to be your vision? What's your goal? What's pushing you? What's pulling you? What's taking you to that next step? Geez, I just can't wait to bring on our guest, Kanupriya, someone who I met many, many years ago in studio and we just clicked like you would not believe. You know, there's some people that you meet in life and the moment you say hi or hello, that's all you needed. You know, there's a history between the two souls and Kanapriya and I definitely have that. So listen, I want you to sit back, bring out your non-alcoholic drink, (laughs) have a wonderful time together and really let us just chit-chat and reminisce and look for some deep insights as we say goodbye to 2020 and say hello to 2021. So as I allow myself to be composed, because I'm really super thrilled to be sitting and talking with my very, very dear friend from India, I want to give you a little bit of a thumbs up of who she is. Actor, host, writer, director, entrepreneur, parenting expert and acting coach. She's got a career that spans over 30 years of the industry, of entertainment, media, acting, directing, storytelling. And she has been out there in terms of narrating stories that are really important for the world to look at it with a kind of a view that can help with some sort of a transformation. But she's also into talking and spiritually enriching our lives and elevating our lives. And she's just got this effervescent energy about her that just says, welcome to my world. So it gives me a great privilege to welcome my beautiful sister all the way from India, Kanupriya. Om Shanti and Happy New Year and welcome. Well, listen, I am so excited to be welcoming you, and I could not be opening the New Year at a better time and with a better person than you. Welcome. Thank you so much, and Om Shanti, Jenna. It is amazing the way we are connecting on this platform. And in fact, I've realized, you know, that these boundaries are no more important. 2020's biggest gift has been really the way we have become global. We have understood that how the boundaries, how these things which were stopping us have broken down, you know, and we are connecting energetically at every moment, you know. We were otherwise always talking about the boundaries, you know, that, oh my God, we can't do it, we have to come to the studios and all the technical things. Everything has just evaporated. We are connected every day, every moment now. And if we want to go into our own shed, that is also possible. Yes. 2020 has been the most challenging year. I know. And can I tell you something? I have been in my element during the pandemic in terms of exactly what you're saying, that there are no more boundaries because I've never felt that way. I've never felt that 
I needed boundaries to communicate to anyone or to do anything. You know, it's like I've often felt like the world is your oyster. What is it that we're going to do together to create a massive story that's going to make humanity better? So the fact that we're doing it on Zoom or on Vimeo or on Skype, whatever it might be, it shows that it doesn't matter. If the heart is open and then the heart is willing, you can make the impossible possible. I can't believe, Kanupriya, that during a pandemic as severe as this one, with the world on lockdown, the humanity still says, I can persevere. I can still push through this. True. I would say that there's a major resilience, the kind of perseverance we have shown and the helpfulness within us, you know. Everyone wanted to be out there, even if not physically, but emotionally, energetically. For the first time, we understood that energetically how we are connected. And also another thing which we understood, gentlemen, is that I think in this time, that who are the people we are energetically connected and what are the things which are no more required in our life, you know, even just hanging with them. And quarantine just made us realize that it was not needed. A lot of things became redundant, you know, they were not required. I love that. Who are the people that you were <laughs> hanging with? And then quarantine goes, you know what, I don't really need to hang with you anymore. <laughs> That's just incredible. You know, a lot of baggage which we were carrying, you know, which we thought that, oh my God, it's important. They are our lives. This is our life. This is how we have to live. They look at it. Today, there is no party. And we haven't had a party like this for ages. So I always used to feel that mm. I am odd one out. But today we are having this party, you know. For me, this is yes. the most beautiful yes. party which I could have had on a new year. <laughs> yes. I love it. And I would love to catch up our wonderful audience that's watching now on the eve of New Year's in America and already New Year's in India. Everybody, Kanu, Priya, and I go back years. I think it's at least 10 years when I was invited to join her on her very famous talk show called Awakening with the Brahma Kumaris. And in those days, Kanupriya used to interview Sister Shivani, who has become now the face of the Brahma Kumaris and the celebrity of the BK world. So they were doing their conversations back and forth for years. So Ravi Agarwal, who was the main brain behind the Awakening with Brahma Kumaris show, had invited me to come and share on the platform. So here I am, the American girl, the American sister, remember Kanupriya? So I flew in that day, came into the studio, and Kanapriya and I met for the first time. Did we click or what? It just said love. It was a connect. It was so beautiful, yes. <laughs> Beyond programs, the kind of connections I've had, and I would like to reiterate here only, Jenna, if you remember, you became a conduit for me to reach Madhuban. I remember. You literally invited me, forced me, told me, this is the time you have to be there, <laughs> and I connected. So that was amazing. I can never forget those moments. And they're so real, so alive at this moment. I could not believe is, that all those years that you were in studio interviewing Shivani, 
you had not once visited Madhuban. That blew my mind. It was like, what? There is no way you could have been doing this for all these years and had not gone to the motherland of blessings. But needless to say, everyone, Kanyukriya yeah. went to Mount Abu where our headquarters is located of the Brahma Kumaris, and we had a wonderful time. And you want to hear the irony about the depth and the closeness of our connection? I was in India this year. And Kanupriya and I had not spoken mm-hmm. about if we're in India traveling or anything. And I'm just down the road or walking or something in Mount Abu. And guess who I bumped into? Kanupriya. And guess what? She had not been to the mountaintop in years either. And we happened to have been there yeah, again together. My gosh, it just goes to show how deeply linked some of us are with each other. And that's what I want us to do tonight. I want us to talk, kind of prayer, you and I, to our wonderful audience about some of the things that we spoke about earlier today, about the role of women in the world and how that's moving forward in 2021. Definitely you'll see a lot more of those energies and voices shining. We want to talk about spirituality moving into 2021. We want to talk about our challenges and all of that we can do in 30 minutes. So here's how we're going to do this, right? Tell us a little bit about what your impression is at this point about the role of women in terms of how you see them showing up in 2021 beyond. It's no more about just the women. It's about the feminine part, you know, and 2020 has shown us that 2021 is going to be the year of empathy, you know, empathy and nurturing, kindness. We would be needing it. The whole society was lacking in empathy, in nurturing, in being that softer part. And being a female does not mean that I have all those qualities. That I have understood, you know, that the masculinity and the femininity which is there. But because being a female, we are living from heart chakra. We are always living about, you know, going about forgiveness and love unconditional love and caring, nurturing, and we are intuitive. But I also learned a lot of things in these years when I shifted from being an anchor or a media person to a filmmaker, that when we reach a stage of being a woman, stage of leadership, what we at times lack is that we don't embrace our own masculinity. I don't know whether I'm able to make it very clear, but This is something which I'm realizing now, that either we are competing or we are looking for those role models who've been unfortunately males, and we keep on start working the way they have been working. If you reach a leadership position, you definitely look for a role model who has already been there and they have been doing it. And it's very unfortunate because for a female, accepting and embracing her masculinity means that she can be in a leadership role with her empathy, you know, with her nurturing part, with her love part, compassion part. But the masculine part, the, you know, result-oriented, the work-oriented part, and the go-getter part, we at times start lacking. So embracing that masculinity within me, I feel is an important part where most of the female leaders we get confused. I'm not saying I'm a leader, but when you reach a position of 
leadership in the sense that you have to take you become the captain of the ship if you're directing if you're filmmaking you definitely become i want to jump in here because i think as women or as souls in female bodies in this incarnation we are developing the balance of the lakshmi narayan consciousness huh? like the vishnu consciousness so there's a beautiful balance of feminine principles and masculine principles and i think that we might have passed through a pretty big chunk of women trying to balance their masculine and their feminine sometimes they come out a little bit too masculine and then they've lost sight of one of the most beautiful fragrances of a woman is her femininity and if she's too feminine then she becomes like the doormat for everyone right and that we don't want i will speak for myself I have found that my connection to source to the divine to god to baba allah jehovah in whatever language it makes you comfortable I found that for me it brings an energy in my soul in the personality where I'm really beginning to feel a deeper balance kind of priya I sense that there is a feminine way about me but i've also observed that there is also a strong masculine part to me so i see the virtues of nurturing and patience but i also see the quality of drive determination you know courage protection i see those energies in me and they are balancing i can't say they're balanced but they're balancing but you've said something that has really touched me we don't have a lot of examples of that and i'm hoping that i'll be one of those in history that there was just a perfect balance of the way she carried herself as a woman but she also thought and acted as the masculine part of her so for me my balance came from the connection to source how does a woman develop that balance of the masculine and the feminine so she becomes a real example for a full rounded woman to lead what are your thoughts exactly you know and for that we have to come into this awareness you know what happens is i'm just talking about me as a woman and i'm talking about women in the power position women in the decision making position because we don't have many leaders and i'm so happy usa is just seeing one it has been a blessing you know what we saw in the recent elections so if you look at it women in power position is something which is still alien as entrepreneurs as political leaders they've been into teaching into creative arts into those fields which are taken as masculine fields and we have a lot of answers now but again the women who are there in power the balance is losing and i see it in myself see i'll tell you about my example i'm not talking about anyone else from a media person when i shifted myself to become a full fledged filmmaker entrepreneur you know you've said so many things about me it wasn't an easy journey it wasn't what i had planned for myself it just happened manifested and for me to change my role from being an amicable you know talker <laughs> which was so natural for me to become a decision maker and a caretaker making a project seeing a project to the last so many people depended on me you know but am i ready as a woman that is why i think it's easier for women because they are never too sure 
you know we are not always very sure about it that we are the best we are right so i'm talking about my example only that i am at every step checking myself what is it that takes me back you know which holds me because of the society the way i had thought about myself even i in my own thought process was very patriarchal i realized it when i was working on different aspects and i realized that this patriarchy is so much there in my own mindset and i used to think that i'm very liberal so this is something which comes because of spirituality because what you said the connection with the divine which keeps you in check and it's okay to learn that is why i'm saying that in this journey at every step i'm realizing that i have something to learn i have something to break yes i have something to change okay something has to shift yes i'm realizing even for myself how many examples can you name right now that you have sent has been a perfect balance or at least getting close to that sample apart from me <laughs> not many i know you but the way you said jancy bhen she's heading and i have met her again being spiritual it becomes easier i'll tell you i have also worked with mr arvind kejriwal he's the chief minister of delhi he also goes for vipassana for 18 years you know i have seen the kind of personality he has he is a leader he became an impromptu leader de facto leader he had no experience of a political history and he is second in command you know the deputy chief minister manish sisodia both i have seen them you know there again a masculine and the feminine compatibility when they are working i'm not saying they are doing everything good but there is a beautiful collaboration and that is why the results are happening you know work is happening but as an individual you know this combination this balance between masculinity and femininity is something we definitely have to continue to look at and maybe genuinely yes. it will not come from outside we'll have to check it ourselves within yes. us yes uh, i hear uh, you, you know, it's definitely I, an internal yeah. process i can just name off people like i've known or seen or met i can go with oprah winfrey michelle obama like you mentioned Sisigenti yeah. I remembered seeing Daddy Janki that had a beautiful strong presence but then she was still a mother you could feel it and I think that you know I don't know some actors or people who are out there I might have never met them but there is also a kind of a strength about their presence I was looking at a program that Deepika Padukone was doing on depression and suicide and i was looking at how there's a very feminine quality about her but there's also a kind of a strength or a focus about her and i said that's very interesting and then i was looking at some of the young kids who's that young girl that's the climate change you know this young lady who is out there speaking about climate change she's a young girl but she had such a strength about her and i'm specifically choosing women because that's what i'm talking about But then I look at guys like Barack Obama. I look at President elect Joe Biden, men. But there's a quality of a nurturing in them. So I really believe what you're saying that 2021 might really be also this invitation 
to see the rising of the feminine and the masculine in us all. When I look at the pick in the United States of Vice President Kamala Harris, half Indian, half Jamaican, and then I look at Joe Biden, a good old Caucasian American man in the United States of America, and both of them are coming together to rise up, I was like, what a balance of energy. You're on to something. There is a rise for a balance of energy in 2021. That is definitely something that we must yeah. look into. I want to move us over to the whole narrative now of the relationship of spirituality or the role of spirituality in 2021. Astrologers, seers, mystics, psychics, I've interviewed all of them and every one of them have kept saying it's going to be the year of the awakening. It's the year of spirituality. We're going to be moving into the age of Aquarius. Things are just going to be opening up. People's consciousness will be rising. What do you think in terms of spirituality for 2021? And share with us what you've been doing to keep yourself spiritually grounded. Oh, so sweet. Thank you so much. For me, it has always been, again, I said, a battle, you know, within me about changing, you know, looking for things which I can incorporate. But if you ask me 2020 to 2022, when they are saying age of Aquarian, it's an age of Saturn, you know, like the Saturn is actually taking over. And if you look at the planets, I take planets as people, like personality. This is how I think about them. And he talks about not only, you know, spirituality in that the devotion and the love part or that expansion of Jupiter, no. It talks about disconnecting and connecting. Saturn, if you look at it, how this planet behaves, it cuts you off from everything you have. And then if you have learned your lesson, if you have understood, if you've not been wrong, you will not feel disconnected. But it will create the circumstances, it will create the things that you will feel or it will happen, the disconnect will happen. That is why it is at times painful spiritual awakening. <laughs> you know, with Jupiter, it is an expansion. It is like a guru coming in and giving you a lot of blessings and, you know, his energy. And you just are, oh my God, God has just picked me up. But with Saturn, it cuts you off, gives you so much of pain, maybe emotional or whatever, physical. And then you remember God and then you call for him and then the disconnect and the connect. So this year, 2020 has been that year of cutting off from everything, you know, taking away everything, your pride, your valuables, your money, your position. You were just put in one hole, which is your home, which you never wanted to be. You were always running from your home, but it forced you to be there, to be there and you know find a way you cried you had existential fears that what is going to happen and it took away a lot of people I and mean, it has been very painful but this is the time when the pain is so fierce it has disconnected us you know from everything that there is only one connect left and 2021 is going to be that connect which is a connect with myself you know, which we in Brahma Kumaris, we understood that you can connect with God only when you connect with yourself, soul, and then the Supreme Soul. If I don't connect, leaving this, you know, understanding of 
this whole me rather than the me here and then the supreme soul so 2020 you know we felt that we were just confined to ourselves it was like vipassana we had no connect nothing we were not even allowed to go out our mouth had been shut <laughs> so we had to go in we had to find ourselves 2021 we will find him collectively you know people would be connecting to the supreme because we are ready now well, that's wonderful and it's the conversation i've been having kind of prayer because i have the privilege of knowing a lot of individuals that are in leadership for churches or mosques or synagogues and i know that we talk a lot about life and we talk a lot about current events and current histories you know but i was asking them why is it that i don't hear on public television or major platforms the conversation about the supreme about god and even though saturn was definitely ruling and had disconnected us from a lot of things that we thought we needed and we had become so attached to them that when the pandemic disconnected it from us we thought we wouldn't be able to survive but we did at least most of us did and so we realized that we didn't need all the things that we had but maybe what we need is something of a higher order a higher purpose and if you were to actually use the benefit of the pandemic and the benefit of 2019 It was really about turning inwards and connecting to the soul and then feeling the energy and the power to rise up to connect to the supreme so that the real transformation can take place. I spoke to this astrologer the other day. She was fantastic, Pam Gregory. Listen out for that show on America Meditating Radio. Pam basically said by 2024 there will be a golden age. She says the next few years are going to be so bright and she says the more you raise your vibrations then all the things that are crumbling all the things that are falling apart and breaking away if your vibrations are high which will come from you as a soul connecting to the supreme you will not be affected and i cannot tell you how much i love that message it was like spot on Yes, beautiful. Because this is what I'm saying. 2021, everyone is going to start searching for him. Everybody is calling him. You know, the vibrations are already coming higher. And of course, we know that he exists. You know, it's there. Only thing was that we had to humanity collectively had to call for it. So the moment our vibrations, which we are talking about as 5D and 3D, we had been connected. You know, 90% of the humanity was connected to 3D. pandemic has brought us back to a free 4D or the fear consciousness and final 2021 2022 is going to be because according to eastern astrology 2022 will be the year when saturn will shift to aquarian and that is the time when liberation will happen you know true freedom each individual will be able to experience see we are feeling so liberated when we are talking even if we feel so connected So when I have talked to you, is that a kind of liberation? But still, the connect. I don't have the need to call you all the time. You know, we don't have the need to be connected all the time. Wanting to know what are you doing? Are you okay? Are you doing right? Are you safe? We didn't have to do that because we always knew that the other person is capable. You know, you're sitting on your singhasan. You're sitting on your chair. You are the king, and I'm also a king. 
that beautiful understanding and realization i think we are moving towards that by 2022 and i know that we will be give us a thumbs up if you are loving this conversation between two buddies of back in the days if you've joined in and you're joining into the next normal in collaboration with america meditating radio and we are ringing in the new year with you all the way from mother bharat india with filmmaker and actress kanu priya and myself and we've been talking about the balance of the feminine and the masculine we've been talking about the pandemic we're talking about you know how many things we're actually learning as a result of all of this that's going on and we're talking about spirituality one of the things that i love is the fact that kanupriya really said this is the time to make a connection between the soul and god because there is something inside for me kanupriya i've been doing some serious reviewing and it's not intentional i'm sitting in yoga in connection to baba to god to the supreme to allah to jehovah again whatever's the language and in my sitting with the self and the divine it's like me remembering you like whatever's your energy i'm going to pick that up and then we're going to have like a soul to soul communication with each other even though we're not speaking in words So when I'm sitting in yoga and in connection to Baba it's like I'm going to Baba to remember the strength and the power and the fullness that was bestowed upon me in my beginning right I feel like there are things that have gotten in the way of allowing that to happen there are attachments to old stories there are karmic debts that I'm still attached to there are expectations which are coming from the past that i'm still attached to there are desires that are delusional because you're looking at social media you're looking at television you're hearing people and you're thinking that you want what other people have i mean all of those emotions get mixed in the minds of people and what i'm feeling when i sit in yoga with the divine is my whole story kanupriya kind of is coming up And I have to tell you that it's been a profound experience. Have you been feeling a deep sense of a life review taking place with you? Oh my god, a lot. <laughs> I learned to put my boundaries. You know, I had this problem from the beginning that I didn't know where to stop, you know. And it will just flow. It was very difficult for me to come back. Energy was just getting wasted actually. So in this pandemic I realized that how to put the boundaries finally this body is a container I am containing that energy I know my aura can grow need to help out has moved away from me and need to contain and wait Janavan what I realized in these 10 months is that everyone is on a journey it is not my responsibility to just interfere in people's life and tell them that oh this can be done right because they have to do it that way the way i had to do it my way so this is something which was a big eye opening a big awakening for me and putting my boundaries out containing myself helped me to find my you know higher connect it just came to me and it is there i think it must have come from somewhere only that it has always been between you and god it was never between you and them problem is that we always thought that it is between us and them 
but it was never because receiving will happen from him i was expecting that i'm going to receive from this a b c or i'll give it to a b c neither i can give nor i can receive you know i can receive from him i can give through him to anyone this is something i understood you know this was a big eye opening for myself that you know you feel Beautiful. that oh i got this information i got this understanding oh my god this is something which should be shared but i realize i have to share it with him through him it will go out to others and if i have to take something Perfect. i have to take it from him and then it will automatically spread and it can be him or mm-hmm. her for others also you know yeah when jayanti sen shared with me you know when i say that i was a toddler in spirituality i was just <laughs> opening up to different modalities understanding and she said one thing in one of our interviews that he is he to you but he is she to me you know for her the divine the god was a her a she and that was a time i realized we used to hear that you can have any kind of relationship with god he can be your child he can be whatever is lacking in your life you can take him that way but and she made me realize that was the time i understood how it happens so in the coming year we are all going to search for the relationship to develop and keeping my boundary about myself i contain my energy see it will spread on its own my aura my emotional aura my mental aura whatever you say will continue to spread as i go higher and higher that's what you sure. said everyone i hope you heard that point that the more you raise your vibrations your aura within you your light within you will just automatically keep spreading and i think if we keep chasing after the shadows or chasing after the illusions it's like we're dimming our light we're self sabotaging ourselves i think what kind of priya has left us with is something really really profound and it will require you to have a lot of self trust a lot of humility a lot of purity a lot of faith but it is going to happen you know till today kind of priya i still marvel at how the deities walked around in india and thousands of years later there are temples built in their honor to this day i marvel at the narrative of jesus of abraham of buddha who had a small amount of people around them but thousands of years later their aura transcended time and spanned through the ages that people till today are turning to them for a message. So what you have just said is absolutely nothing small, I have to tell you. And I think on that note, I would like to invite us to transcend our aura and go into a meditation. I did this meditation kind of priya on what if and it's connected to what you're sharing about, you know, breaking down all these boundaries and letting go of your titles, your religion, your role, you know, all the things that you've done. So what I'd love to do is to invite us to do a beautiful meditation as we ring in the new year together and really look at letting go of all of these labels and titles and the attachments to them. And when we come back, we will toast in the new year together 
and we will do closing <laughs> remarks and I will give you a massive virtual hug and a big thank you for making my ringing in of the new year so absolutely special. So you ready? Let's take a deep breath and let's go into a beautiful meditation yeah. together. Om Shanti. As I sit here in quiet reflection, I'm reminded how my thoughts create my reality. I've accepted that I am what I am because of what I think. So what if for this moment I choose to let go of my various attachments to physical forms that have limited my potential and my capacity? What if I chose to be free from limitations of thinking? So just for a little while, I invite you to take a deep breath. Inhale. And exhale. And imagine for a moment, what if I no longer had an attachment to my name? How would that feel? What if I let go of the awareness of the gender? What if I let go of the roles that I play, the titles that I own? What if I decided to release thinking of myself as religion a language a nationality what if I choose to just let go of the name gender, role, title, religion, language, nationality, and let go of the awareness of the body. How would I feel? Who would think of me in this awareness? And who would I think of? I would think of God. And God's remembrance would fall on me. 
and I, the living soul, would be completely free. Let me just sit in this moment for a little longer. just be free. Now gently bring back the awareness of your gender, language, nationality, title, role, name, religion, whatever. Bring it back to your awareness and see if you can bring the experience of freedom and peace as you go out into the world and play your various parts. Shanti Om Shanti Om Shanti Okay, welcome back everyone. Did that get you into that groove and that space? Are you ready to ring in 2021 with the connection of the self, the soul and the connection of the divine? I think Kanyapriya and I certainly are. Kanyapriya, you've got less. Shall we ring in the yes, new year together? By the way, this is not vodka, everyone. Sure. This is water. <laughs> and I just want to wish everybody out there an extremely happy new year, a prosperous new year. May you really get to that point in your life. This is the yes. way we've got to look at 2021 <laughs> as the year of ultimate celebration, everyone. We've got to take care of ourselves on the inside. This is what this year is going to do for us. And I think on behalf of all of us tonight, I want you to know this is your year. All you have to do is rise up to the call. Find your balance. Make your connection to the divine. Let your aura be so loud that it lights up someone else's, especially if they're in a dark place. Kind of prayer. I can't thank you enough for making this such a special New Year's for me. But please, any other closing remarks that you'd like to share with our incredible group of people, please do. And anything that's on your heart or in your mind, please share now. One is that I love you so much. There are no words because you've really lit my New Year for me also. And before I say bye to such beautiful audience out there, you're a family and this is the time to create the new families, the energetic families. And this is the year which is going to be the real happy new year. We've cried, we've collectively together suffered. But this is the time for salvation. This is the time for celebration, actually, which we will realize and which we will honor. So thank you so much, Sister Jenna, and the whole team out there. And the way I said it's a family, I look forward to connecting with you more through these mediums and otherwise. Thank you so much. Happy New Year. 
here to you too and give my love to the entire family there too and everyone out there a very very prosperous safe profoundly powerful spiritual awakening new year for you happy 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 new year to each and every one of you from the depths of our hearts and it's my pure wish that you really value your greatest resource your thoughts your feelings your emotions may you really walk in the company of the divine at every waking moment and may you never believe anything is impossible for you to achieve once you have the will the inspiration the courage and the purity of intent nothing can stop you keep moving forward let this be your year of moving forward and getting prepared for a golden age of future and existence. Thanks so much to everyone out there. Hopefully you've liked today's show tremendously. Give me your thumbs up. Give me all of your emojis. Please feel free to keep in touch with Kanu Priya. Her information is on the system and let her know that you really enjoyed the conversation here and know that you're loved, you're respected, you're valued and more than anything else, you're worth every moment. Thanks for joining us. I'll see you again in the new year. Take care. All the very best. I'm Sister Jenna. You've been listening to American Aiding Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Did you enjoy that conversation? Because you can also listen to it on Spotify or on iTunes 24-7, anytime, anywhere. I do trust we all have inner power to become our very best. When we listen with curiosity to learn more, we grow. So thanks so much for tuning in, and do be easy on yourself. Take care.